Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. The inspiration for today's episode comes from something that happened a week or so ago. And if you follow me on LinkedIn, you might already know this story. You might have been a part of this story because earlier this month, I decided to host an audio event on LinkedIn. And I scheduled the event. I invited a bunch of people, you know, RSVP'd that they would come. I planned the content. I had everything ready to go. And on the day of the event, I, you know, I started, I turned on the the microphone, I opened up the audio room, and I started giving my talk. And about 20 minutes in, I realized that no one could hear me. I had been talking to myself the entire time. And I felt this sinking feeling, this feeling of, oh my gosh, people have been waiting, people have been coming and leaving and coming and leaving. And I finally understood why people were trying to figure out how to get the audio on. Because the, of the how the platform works, you can't communicate to the host. Like it's really tricky to communicate to the host when the event is happening. So people were commenting on this other section of the page that I didn't see until I clicked out and refreshed the page and then started to see all of these comments. I can't hear. Can anybody hear her? It, you know, the green light said that I was going live, but there was one other setting that I had overlooked that I didn't realize. It was the one where you select your audio source and it was set to a default. And I had I needed to change that to the actual microphone I was using. And I didn't know that because it was the first time using the platform. So the first 20 minutes of this one hour, you know, talk, I was really doing a great job. I had so much to share. I was doing such a great job and I was feeling really good. And when I realized that in fact, no one could hear me, it felt terrible. And I wanted to share this story with you for a couple of reasons, because there are going to be times where you feel like you have failed. In that moment, I felt like a failure. I thought I totally failed this. This was the one thing is that people needed to hear me and they can't hear me like, oh, this is not, this is not working. And this, the other hard part about it was it felt really public. It was in front of a bunch of people, some of whom I knew, but some of whom I didn't or whom I didn't know very well. So there was also this feeling of being seen, not doing a great job at something and not doing a great job at something that I really care about. And the point is, and the big kind of aha that came from that experience that I want to share with you is that you are going to have these fails. You are going to mess up sometimes, especially when you're doing something new. And the point is not to avoid failure at all costs. The point of your career and your work life is not to avoid messing up all the time. In fact, you want to realize that sometimes you will mess up. 
Sometimes you will overlook something. Sometimes you will not know how a system works or how a tool works, and you won't figure that out until you're in front of other people and it's a lot, you know, a live situation. And then the thing breaks, or then the thing, you know, the 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 overlook reveals itself in that moment. And the reason why you want to expect, you want to anticipate, okay, even if I prepare, even if I care a lot, even if I think I've thought of everything, sometimes I'm going to mess up. When you understand that is a part of the process, especially when you're doing something new, you will still feel bad, right? Because sometimes, you know, it just feels bad when you realize, oh my gosh, this is not what I wanted and yet it is happening right now and I feel kind of embarrassed or I just, I feel bad about this. You'll still have that feeling, that sense of I feel bad about this, but it won't hold you back from continuing to learn and grow. Because the scary thing, the worst thing is if you have this bad experience and you think, well, I messed up or I failed at that, therefore, I will never try something new again. I will never extend myself again. I will say no to new opportunities. I will say no to new tools. I will say no to anything that is new or different because I'm afraid that I will fail at it. I'm afraid of what people will think if they see me being bad at something or not having it all together. The worst thing you can do is make yourself smaller, make your career smaller, and make your your work life smaller from a place of fear, right? Like it's really different to choose something small because you're like, oh, that's cozy, You know, like I don't want this really big thing. I actually want this small, cozy thing. Like when we do it from that place of intention and comfort and security and confidence, that's really different. But when we choose to stay small because we are afraid that we will not be capable or we are afraid of messing up in front of other people, that's totally optional. And what I want to invite you to is to notice, you know, what the effect of that is, especially long term. So instead of making yourself smaller to avoid the possibility of failure or the possibility of messing up, instead take this perspective of, yes, sometimes I will mess up. Sometimes it will feel like I'm failing, you know, learning feels like failing sometimes. You know, that's how we learn. It is iterative. We try things and then we learn from what works and we learn from what doesn't. If everything worked perfectly all the time, number one, that would get really boring really fast. And number two, the learning would go down. There's less to learn when everything goes right all of the time. So, you know, consider the possibility That messing up, making mistakes, having fails is not a problem. It's part of the process. The scary part, the hard part, is that the further you go in your career, the more visible you become, especially as a leader. There are more people looking to you that can feel like pressure. 
And sometimes the type of fails that we are worried about are not just for ourselves, but for those who depend upon us. So it's important to build your recovery ability when you know when you have a misstep or when you have a fail to feel the discomfort and then as quickly as you can get to the place of okay was this a worthy fail was this a quality mistake for me personally careless mistake mistakes drive me nuts because they seem so avoidable like i don't like careless mistakes i like to bring care and attention and tend to things. If it's something that happens because it's something that was outside of your control or you were new and so you just didn't know what you didn't know. It wasn't carelessness. It was just like, oh, I actually, I didn't know. That's how it worked. That's the kind of fail that we can really learn a lot from. And even with, I will say, even with the careless fails, when it's something that goes off and it's from this place of being careless, there can also be great learning in that. It's like, why did I make this careless mistake? Is it because I am completely exhausted? Have I been overworking and under-resourced? Is that what's going on? Is it careless because my priority and attention was focused on this other thing instead? Was it careless, you know, a careless mistake because I just don't, like literally don't care about this thing? And does that mean, is that a sign that I actually need to divest myself from this project or delegate it or really be honest with myself and what I am agreeing to do? I don't want to say yes to something and then be careless about it. So even then, the ones that feel most frustrating to me, there's still levels of learning. There's still information that is valuable to have even in those moments. So holding this perspective of the fails themselves are not the problem and messing up is not a problem. It's part of the process of learning and growth. There's a lot of value when we take the time to learn from them. There's no need to beat up on yourself about it. And that's really hard if you have kind of a perfectionism standard Or if you are underrepresented in your workplace or in your industry, there can be extra pressure to feel like there's not as much grace given to you, like you're under greater scrutiny. The standard is higher for you because you are the only one like you in your current workplace or in your industry. So it can be difficult. It can be really uncomfortable to make the space and to have the compassion for yourself to say, okay, this was a worthy fail. This was a quality mistake. There is something here that I can learn and I'm not going to further um, punish myself by making myself smaller, by shrinking myself away from opportunities to grow or from uh, you know, holding myself back from new opportunities. We want to acknowledge what's going on and then use it to continue forward. And this brings me to this other kind of related topic, which is in the workplace and throughout your career, there will be times when you will really question, you know, how am I doing? This is really hard. Is this worth it? Am I doing a good job? There will be times that come up. 
And sometimes, you know, we, we tend to take that really personally, like, oh, not just I failed at this, but like I am a failure and now everybody knows. But instead of going down that path, I want you to ask yourself, like, how much of this is about me as a person versus how much of this is a process issue? Is there something that we need to change or something that's happening in the in the process of this work that contributed to this outcome, right? Let's look at this not just as a personal issue, but what can we learn if we look at it as a process issue? That's one perspective shift. And then the other perspective is we pull back even more and we look at the environment and the systems that are influencing all the other aspects here. Because sometimes what's actually going on, it's like you as an individual are simply a symptom, like you're demonstrating or kind of showing what the the missing you know, component is, or it, it's kind of like the failure exhibits itself through individual people, but the real issue is actually an environmental issue or a systems level issue. And that becomes really helpful because it allows us to place our attention and effort in a more accurate way. It's kind of like if, you know, the outcome isn't working because, actually, let me think of it this way. It's like, so if I went live on this audio platform and the audio didn't work, but I didn't understand that because the only signal I got was I got the green light on the screen that said, hey, all is good, you're streaming, then we can look at that as like a process or systems level when we look at it as oh, if someone is going live for the first time, what do they need to know? Maybe we need to create a better explainer or a better host checklist so that whoever is hosting knows, hey, you know, check your audio source. That's going to be here under this <laughs> unmarked carrot. And you wouldn't even know that you could choose an audio source if you've never done this before. It's kind of like that difference between, oh, you know, I like I failed to do the thing versus, oh, we can make it easier for new folks to understand here are all the things you want to check before you go live. So it's helpful to take that bigger perspective. And the last kind of note on this is I want you to consider that every job you have, even if you're self-employed, even if you run your own you know, agency or your own business, every job you have is temporary. You won't be in it forever. At some point, you'll leave. Whether you choose to leave or whether something happens and you leave, you know, because of a layoff or a workforce reduction, or maybe you get fired. That could happen. But if we keep in mind that every job is temporary, if every job is temporary, if we're only here for a limited time, then the question that becomes really important is, how do I want to use the time that I have while I am here? How can I make good use of the time I have while I'm here 
while I'm here in this seat, while I'm here in this role, working with these people, serving these people, what do I want to do with the time that I have while I am here? What do I want to make this about? And I want to invite you to make this about learning, about growth, about being willing to do new things, to stretch, to try. I want to invite you to consider that, you know, while you're there, make it good and be willing to make mistakes. Be willing to fail sometimes. Make the best and the most of what you can while you can. And don't beat yourself up about it. That's totally optional. I hereby release you from any requirement of beating up on yourself. You don't have to do that. As long as we're here, let's make it good, okay? And sometimes it might feel scary. Sometimes we might fail in, in a public way or we might feel uh, like, you know, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Instead of trying to resist it or avoid it, just acknowledge, yep, sometimes this is going to happen. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I am going to learn from it. I'm going to learn from it so hard. It's going to be great. We take a breath and we remember, as long as I'm here, I want to make good use of my time. I want to make this as good as I can. Let's keep going. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. And I want to also invite you to come work with me. In the new year, I have a group program that's going to be kicking off in February. So make sure that you get on the wait list to get invited to apply to that. And you can also work with me one-on-one, -on -one, which you can find out about from my website, kimnickel.com. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes below. But I want to thank you again so much for being here, for being part of my listening community. I hope you have a really great day, and I will talk to you next time. When you're more effective at work, you're happier in your life. And when you're happier in your life, you're more effective at work. I can help. Go to my website, kimnickel.com, and sign up for a coaching consult. It can get better.